Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, today's podcast of Voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph Jenfuja, your host, creator of the VIP concept author of the VIP Christian and podcasting as voice of the VIP. And I begin always by asking, how are you doing? Uh, In today's world, that is a very um, important question to ask. How are you doing? And how are you feeling? How are you holding on how are you holding together, you know, in this atmosphere that is laden with emotions and, you know, um, groaning and, you know, desire for solutions that will bring everything together in a very peaceful way? You know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And, and and what are you thinking? Okay? Because the thoughts, our thoughts will inform our emotions. And our emotions will inform our actions. And when those things are not aligned together, even in the human self, it creates a problem in, in how we are doing. But when they are aligned, Along with God's VIP, uh, there's peace, there's profit, and there's prosperity. Okay, God's VIP uh, stands for—I mean, the VIP stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. If you are listening to this podcast and you have been listening for a while, you will know that this podcast is dedicated to leaders you know leaders who are serving at the pleasure of god all leaders must know that whether we are leading in homes whether we are leading in 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 schools whether we are business leaders whether we are church leaders or other faith community leaders or whether we are leaders in the government, in any part of government, okay, God has chosen leaders. He has divinely orchestrated leaders to be chosen because God walks through leaders to express the beauty of his glory into the world. The beauty of God's glory is more important than anything else. It's more important than the home, it's more important than the business, it's more important than church, it's more important than 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 business, it's more important than school, it's more important than government because why? There was a time when those things were not. But they were not. There was no homes, there was no school, there was no government, there was no education, there was no church, there were, there were no businesses. Pure and simple, nothing. Every single thing that we wake up in the morning to go and do, 
every single day, there was a time that they were not. So if they were not, and we were not here, I mean, and, and then here we are, 7 billion people on the face of the earth. Why are we here? That question, every one of us must ask that. Must ask, why are we here? Because it is in asking that question, then that we're going to know who we are, because who comes for why? We're going to know who we are and why we are here and then what we are here to do. And those are the questions that the VIP answers. The VIP is the vision of God to bring all things in heaven and earth together under Christ. Okay? Under himself. And the intention is to bring it together in a very mysterious way. I mean, how can you bring 7 billion people on the face of the earth together and everything in heaven together when people have different, you know, languages, different, you know, culture, different socioeconomic background, different psychology, different societal, you know, habits and, you know, we are all different in every level. I mean, we are so uniquely different. But we have a common purpose. We have a common reason why we are here. We have a common identity because we all came from God. So that makes us one. And we all have a reason of why we are here to express the beauty of the glory of God. And to, to express it in different places according to our uniqueness. So that when our vision is aligned with God's vision to bring all things together, and our intent is aligned with God's intent to bring all things together through love, acceptance, making people holy and blameless, there will be peace no matter what kind of challenge is going to come in the world. No matter what kind of challenges in the home, in the business, in education, in church, in, in, in government, if we align God's vision with our vision, or, no, the other way, if we align our vision with God's vision, our intent with God's intent, the mystery of it is that the beauty of the glory of God, you can't stop it. It's going to be expressed. Even if you don't, you can't stop it. It will be expressed. And that is, you know, the, the going concern of this world is that God's beauty of his glory must be expressed. It will be expressed. Because God cannot lie. God cannot create a world where his glory will not be expressed. Now, God is timeless. Okay, if you look at the if you if you look at the whole world and see all the problems put in the whole world and say, well, why is God's beauty of glory not expressing there? No, no, God is doing something. They're going to be expressed, and they are they, they are being expressed. We just don't know how. 
But when we look at the externals, it's not the only way to judge whether God's beauty of his glory is being expressed or not. We also have to look at the internal to see what's God doing in the hearts and mind of people. If God is not static, we are not static. And so God is doing something in the lives of everyone. So going back to the fact that when there was nothing, and here, there we are, some billion people on the, on the face of the earth. So who are we? Why are we here? And what are we here to do? You know, you can ask different people this question and you can get different answers to those three questions. And you can get 21 billion different responses. That is why God has chosen leaders to communicate the beauty of his glory, to give them the understanding of how it looks like. And so they can communicate that to the people underneath them, in their home, in their business, in their church, in their schools, in their governments. Anyone who is serving in a leadership position must know that. Must know that we serve at the pleasure of God and to express the beauty of his glory. The beauty of his glory is more important than anything else. So when we look at the world today, especially in light of the election in the U.S., and the whole world is looking at, I mean, the U.S. now is at a stage. The whole world is looking at what is going to happen. Who, I mean, I mean, if you look at the news, you, you, you see both sides, you know, the kind of communication going on both sides. Okay. How can God's beauty of his glory be expressed in those kind of circumstances? It's a mystery. God wants to be expressed. If God wants to be expressed, then the leaders must necessarily want it to be expressed, even if they do not want it in their own human, in their own humanity. If they don't want it to be expressed for whatever reason, they still have to honor God who put them there. Because God has big plans, big, big, big plans for the world. And I believe the U.S. is a model for the whole world right now. You know, I've, I've, I've followed said before that many people say U.S. is an, is an, is an idea, is an experiment. U.S. is a mystery. You know, it's a mystery. How, how does U.S., United States of America, continue as a going concern? It, it's a mystery. You, you can't you, you can't put it together like a puzzle. You know, a, a country where you have executive government, um, part of the government, you have the judicial, you have the legislative, you have states autonomy, you have laws, you have law and order, you have you know different kinds of things operating independently, but together when when you bring them together, it's, it's so beautiful. There's no nation in the face of this world who's like the U.S., the United States of America, and none. You know, there's no military rule. There's no, there's no, so U.S. is a mystery. And that mystery right now is at stake. It's, it's everybody's looking at it. 
how is God going to pull it out? Because the mystery is the mystery of God in the in, in the country of the United States. You know? And I've always said that without mystery, there's no value. That's why people want to come to this country. All over. It's a nation of immigrants. It's beautiful, it's attractive, it's persuasive, no matter how difficult the problems are going on in here. You know, no matter what it is, it expresses beauty because there are instruments that will facilitate that beauty. And it's a mystery how it happens. So you have all these different parts of the government, but the real mystery is not just building and all those different parts of the government. It's the people that make up the United States. They are the mystery. We are the mystery. You know, it's, it's just a mystery. You know? Like when you see a, a, an American, when you see, you have to see that there's, there's something special about a U.S. person, a U.S. citizen. There's something just special about us. Okay? And I mean, I, I look at the, the, the nation of Israel. When I, when, when I, that's a country I would love to go to. When I look at the nation of Israel, when I, when I look at the, the people of God, that people spoke to them by his own voice. Mountain, Moses. I mean, that's special group of people. I mean, when you see them, they are so special. The Israelites are special people. They are smaller nation, smaller nation, but they are so special. Why? Because God is in there. God, God is God created it. God sustains it, and God is using it to 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 express the beauty of His glory to the whole world. Many of us love that movie, the the um, Exodus, when Moses took out the Israelite from Egypt. Beautiful! It's the glory of God being displayed through the human, through through Moses. The glory of God. When God has chosen somebody, you know, God is going to work with that person to make sure that that person succeeds successfully to express to, to do what God has claimed to do. At a particular time in their lives. So to our leaders right now, all leaders, whether we're living two, whether we're leading two, three, or four people, we are leaders, but we are first leaders of ourselves. All of us, seven billion people in front of the earth, we are first leaders of our own lives, which means that we must know who we are, we must know why we are here. And we must know what we are here to do. If we don't know those things, we need to find out. We can't live as if those things are not important. God created us for his own pleasure, his own beauty. He, he, he created us in his own image. We can reflect it. And he hasn't left us. I mean, he hasn't hidden himself from us. You know, when you look at the sun and the moon and the star, you know that God is. It's a going concern. In other words, it's not, there's no end to God's plan. God's, God's plan is going to succeed. It's not going to stop. And God's glory is going to be expressing all the time. And those who align with Him so that are, God's glory can shine through them, they're going to be most peaceful people on the face of the earth. And those who do not align themselves with God, 
They are going to be the most miserable people on the face of the earth. So which one are you going to choose? Peaceful, profit and prosperity, or misery, you know, insecurity, and inferiority because when 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 we don't know ourselves, we don't we there's no standard to measure ourselves. So we don't know what we're doing, we don't know whether we are doing right or wrong. But when we know who we are, that we God created all of us, black, white, old, young, all over the world, we are made in God's image. I mean, look at any human being. They have two eyes, they have two ears, one mouth. We are one because there's only one God. There's only one vision to bring all things together. There's only one intent to do it through love, through acceptance, through making people holy and blameless. And there's only one purpose to reflect the beauty of the glory of God. How that how that happens is a mystery. And those who want God to be glorified are the ones that are going to align themselves with God. You've got to love God. You, you've got to love God to be want to want to do that. You've got to love God more than anything else. And I know this doesn't come to all of us, you know, like, oh, everybody loves God the same level. No, we do not. Because we don't have the same experience in life. Okay? But I believe that to love God, we have to have to know God. You can't love somebody you do not know. We have to have to know Him. And how do you know Him? That's the question. How do we know God? Even after we have believed that we are made in His own image, to know Him is different because that's what God wants us to boast about Him for. He said, if you're going to boast about anything, boast that you know me. So, how have we known God? That's a question every single person must ask themselves. And especially leaders at this time in the history of this world. You, anyone who hasn't gone through, you know, a, a self-introspection about themselves and compare themselves with God to the point where they say, wait a minute, you know what? I need to realign my life according to what and who God created me to be. Because right now, I'm not happy where I'm in life today. And it's not God's fault. You know, if you can look at our life and look at my story, I think, you know, I have made decisions and choices here and there that they didn't serve me well. Maybe they were temporary, maybe they served me for but now they're not serving me. And right now, so I need to align myself with God. Vision, intent, and purpose. And that process of alignment is not easy. It's, it's, it is what in the Bible they call it brokenness. You are broken. Here you have an old self, you know, that you love so much, you know, with an old mindset that you've used so much in the past, but it's not working anymore. You're feeling like 
actually have been further ahead in life than we are today, regardless of who is in government. Okay? You're looking at yourself in the past and now, and you're looking at, you know, your life. You're looking at what you thought you could do in life, but you're not doing that right now. So you're broken. We are broken. So that brokenness is, is one that just, you know, kind of creates some kind of discontent within ourselves that I can't stand this way. I've got to know why I'm here. I've got to know what to do that I'm not doing. And then that process is broken because it's painful to leave the things that we've used to doing in the past that you know, we, we, we find some sort of success with them, but they are not working right now. And to come to that admission that God is right and we are not, you know, it's, 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 it's a process that, you know, has its own, you know, um, process of, of realignment. And it's, it's, there's pain there. But it's through that pain, that realignment, that we come to know God. Okay? We come to know Him. That's what the Bible says. I mean, for those of us who are Christians, we are looking, if you are listening to this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that, yes, you are a Christian. And if you're not, you know that God exists. Uh, even though if you don't believe that God exists, I know that somewhere in your heart, you have called upon God's name sometime when you did not intend to call God's name. So, you know, there, there, there are passages in the Bible. I, I, there's this passage in the Bible that might be very instructive at this, at this point. Um, to know God. is to know him through our brokenness. And it's when we are broken, brokenness shuts off all the extra weight, all the false belief, all the false knowledge, false understanding. You shake them off, you know? And so our body is ready to receive the Holy Spirit of God because then we, we confess to God that, you know, he's right. We ask him to come to our lives to be our Lord and Savior. Here's what Apostle Paul was saying, you know. He said, I don't mean to say I have already achieved this thing or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Okay? He says, uh, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling me. Okay? And further down, it says that, um, you know, I want to know him. That's what, that's what I'm saying. He said, I want to know Christ. And how does one know, know Christ? He said, he said, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. He said, I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death so that one way or another, I will explain the resurrection from the dead. He's not talking about, you know, living this world completely, although he's, he's saying that, he's, you know, that's what happen in the future. That's a promise for all Christians, anybody who believes in Jesus Christ. But he's also saying for today that he is also going to realign himself with God's vision, intent and purpose while he's here on this, on this earth. Because he said, he has a confidence, he said, I want to suffer with him, shine in his death, so that one way or another, 
That's another way of talking about mysteries. Okay, he doesn't know how. He said, one way or another, I will experience resurrection. You know what? I will overcome whatever challenge is going on in my life. And you will. So for leaders at this point in time, that means that we have to exalt the glory of God more than anything else. How do you do that? As a leader, you have to go back on the inside and see if your vision is aligned with God's vision to bring all things in heaven and earth together. And you have to go within yourself to see if your intent of aligning with God, if your intent is the same way that God wants to do it. Because God wants to do it through love, through acceptance, which means that in this state of the world right now, we have to find a way to express love, no matter what. That's what God wants to do. Okay? That's what God wants to do. We have to find a way to express love in what we say, in what we don't say, in how we say it. We must find a way to express to express accept, acceptance. No matter what seems to have separated us, like I said before, we are one. The integrity of God is that we should be one because it is in oneness that we express the most beauty, the most value, the most peace, the most profit, the most prosperity. When we are scattered, all those things fall down to, to the cracks. And leaders must know that. But that's why they are there. So my fellow leaders, you must know right now that whatever is going through your mind, you are filtering them through God's vision, intent, and purpose. Okay? Allow God's mystery to walk through your heart and your mind, what you are thinking about, whatever you are thinking of right now. You must know that. You must search within yourself. Where's your vision? Where's your intent? Where's your purpose? You must know who you are and why you are here leading us or leading to or whatever leadership position you are. Because every single decision you're going to make, you have to be able to filter them through God's VIP. God's VIP is God's way. It's God's will, okay? It's God's pleasure. It's the way that God expresses himself beauty. So when you see God's beauty being expressed, that the VIP is there. And that is my, that is my, you know, passion in life. That is, that is the message that God has given me. And that's what I'm saying here to the voice of the VIP. I'm giving voice to that vision of God in you. I'm, I'm, praying through my voice that your 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 vision be alive to God's vision be alive to it that your mind and your heart and your soul will work together according to integrity of God's VIP my friends God is worthy to receive that difference that that knowledge that he's worthy to receive that. And to, to also know that there are people banking on the fact that God is not going to put it off. Every single day, the principalities, the powers, the thrones, the dominion, 
the spiritual wickedness in high places, they are banking on the fact that no, God, God can't pull it off. And even if you want to pull it off, you're going to obstruct God too. We're not going to let God pull it off. There are people doing that. People who are who are indwelled with the with the spirit of that's not God's spirit. Okay? But when we come together, when, when we examine our vision, when we align our vision with God's vision, our intent, God's vision, our own concern just just goes away. And we are going to feel more peaceful, more, more value in us when we do that. Because we align ourselves with God. But if we go against Him, no matter how temporary we do it, it's going to be so much pain. Because our conscience is going to be a key, it's going to be telling us that look, you are doing your own thing. This is not God's thing you are doing. Okay? So, leaders, as those who have been called, chosen among the people to lead, Please know that you are serving at the pleasure of God. And my prayer today for all of us is that we want God to be glorified and manifested. That we that we be able to speak words that bring people together. Words of consolation. Words of reconciliation. Words of restoration, what the manifest, you know, manifestation of the beauty of the glory of God is a sacrifice. But God is worthy of it. God is worthy of it. God is worthy of it. So let's let God be glorified. In in, in your understanding, in your heart. Follow your heart, what God is saying in your heart. What's your vision? What's God's vision? What's your intent? What's your God's intent? What's God's purpose? What's purpose? And align like that. By faith. And when you have done that, leave the rest, the outcome to God. Because God, we, we reveal Himself in all of this. We don't know how. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what the next hour is going to be, or next two hours, or what tomorrow is going to be. But whatever it is, we want it to be a time in the future that God's glory is going to beautifully express all over. Through Jesus Christ, through the Lamb. So that if you're not a Christian, you can still love people. You can still accept people. You can still make people, make people holy, make them better, doing no harm. You can protect people's integrity by holding them, by forgiving them. You know, blame people less. You know, we're not perfect, but we can love people. We can accept them. We can we can make them better and protect their human dignity. You know, that acronym is the, is the LMB. So even if you're not a Christian, you can still do that. You can still make peace with your neighbors. But for, for, for those who are Christian, we have to do that. We must do that. We must find a way to bring all that vocabulary in within us to express love, acceptance, making people holy, 
and blameless. Because God's beauty is a going concern, it's inexpressible and it's indestructible. So are you going to be on part of God's beauty in the direction of providence or are you not? The choice that you make determines how God's beauty of his glory is going to be expressed. And I'm speaking to leaders all over the world. Because it's a challenging times all over the world. But where God's beauty is being expressed, there's going to be peace, there's going to be profit, there's going to be prosperity. And any leader who is aligning themselves with God's VIP, they will be the one experiencing most peace in their lives. So let's embrace one another. Let's have accord and not discord, okay? Uh, because, you know, we, we are doing this series about COVID mindset. The COVID mindset, as, as I talked about in the last, in the last um, podcast, is a mindset, whoever caused COVID to do happen, that's terrorizing the whole world, destabilizing communities and things like that. Whoever did it, there are people who were seeking power over people to make a profit. That's a COVID mindset, okay? They want to make a profit somehow. Whatever way they define their profit, they look for something to gain from that, okay? So last time we talked about, talk about power, you know? How does power that leaders have, how does it reflect God's VIP? Because God has said, you know, he has given all past and authority to, to Christians to go and make the stuff of the world. Well, the same thing applies to leaders. Even if you're not if, even if you're not a Christian leader, the same thing applies to us in how we use power according to God's VIP. And the second part of the COVID mindset that we need to change is the people, power over people to make profit. Instead of power people, is power to empower people. You need to empower people. Not step over them, not use them, not sacrifice them so you can make some kind of value from there. No, that's God's image bearers there that we are talking about. And so they must be valued. So we need to take that into consideration as leaders as we are making decisions at this time, as we are praying, as we are reading the Bible, as we are seeking our, our God reality. We need to be, you know, seeking ways to, to, you know, bring value to the people, to lead the people in the right path. Even when that's not a part of your one, but we know that it's the part that God wants that will make God most glorified. If we make that a standard, God's VIP the standard, that's, that's God's beauty. That's, that's God's pleasure. That must be the standard of measurement of anything that is good, that is beautiful, that is perfect, that is acceptable. God's VIP is standard of that. Okay? It's the utmost standard to be used under heaven right now. I'm grateful for God to give me this message 
That's the utmost standard to use to measure anything that's good, that is perfect, that's acceptable. Anywhere in the world, anytime, is through God's vision, intent, and purpose. If you can master that, we can live peacefully with each other. We can live in, in prosperity. We can live in profitably. And so that's my prayer today, my friends. I pray that, um, you know, by the time we meet next week, uh, we can see the God's beauty and His glory is shining somehow, one way or the other, like Paul says. One way or the other. That's mystery right there. It's mystery. We don't know how it's going to happen. But we know that if we do our part, and our neighbors do their part, and neighbors do their part, somehow, one way or the other, God's beauty is going to be expressed. Isn't that beautiful? That's God speaking to us. Okay? So, my fellow, my fellow leaders, I know it's a challenging time, but let's make God's VIP the standard of our decisions and our thinking, our prayers, uh, our relationship, and, you know, all these other things are going to fade away and you're going to see God's beauty shining brightly, more than we ever thought it was going to be. Until next time, this is Abraham Joseph Ajene Fuja, uh, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian, uh, podcasting as voice of the VIP. Please visit our website at www.abrahamjoseph.co. Check out our books, audiobook, and engage us in speaking and, and coaching. Uh, those are the areas that um, I can come, we can work together, I can bring value to your company, I can encourage you and inspire you uh, in the work, in the good work that you're already doing. So until next time, you have a VIP week. Thank you. Bye-bye.